Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. White boy Malcolm X, 22 minutes, I think, yesterday. Try to aim for 10-ish minutes, maybe 15. I always wind up blowing right through that and then some. So today, 5 to 10 minutes, we'll see if we can get it down to 15. Which means, realistically, about 20. Although I'm blaming you for yesterday. Yes, you. If you hadn't questioned the choking porn comment, I could have easily brought it in on time. But no. I had to do an entire recap on heterosexual teenage boys and all this choking porn out there And calm down out there, you high school teachers. We're not going to talk about fresh teacher bait today. But how those boys, how they think that's normal. So when they finally get a real girl, not their creepy sex doll, they try to choke the crap out of her. How you like that, baby? These poor teenage girls. They just want to please some pimply-faced idiot for the 30 seconds or so it takes for him to do his business and they wind up nearly getting strangled to death. All because he thinks that's what she likes because that's all he sees on Pornhub or wherever. And now we've got ourselves a second choking porn recap, which again is all your fault. I'm almost afraid to mention this white boy Malcolm X, but I got an email from American Express, not to humble brag, but I guess I have one of their fancy cards and then apparently gives me early access to concert tickets like I would ever go to a concert at this point. But one of those is, get this, Ed Sheeran. Yes, Ed Sheeran. Ginger Ed Sheeran. Although, now that I think about it, I believe, sir, that he is the only ginger you would turn down. Literally, the only ginger where you be like, meh, no thanks. And if memory serves me correctly, we did that F. Mary Kill scenario, and we had it with Ed Sheeran, 
AJKJ Appa, that strapping stud of a ginger, that delicious strapping stud of a ginger, and your, speaking of creepy sex dolls, your Ronald McDonald blow-up doll. And I believe Ed was the kill. Am I right about that? Was Ed Sheeran the kill in F. Mary Kill? Yes, that's what I thought. And for those of you interested in hearing Ed, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, plagiarizing other people's music in person, the show is on Saturday, July 1st, next year, like 10 months away, they're queuing up for this train wreck. And the name of this tour, I guess tours have to have names now. He's pulling a prince or something. It's all symbols. It's the, they're all mass symbols. So it's the plus minus equals divided by times tour. What an idiot. And he's playing, get this, Gillette Stadium, where the Patriots play down in Foxborough. What does that hold? Like 60, 70,000 people? Can you imagine the parade of weirdos at an Ed Sheeran concert? 60 to 70,000 creepy Ed Sheeran fans? Between the weirdos with a ginger fetish, the queens, the queens with ginger fetishes, well, most of them anyway, and the suburban moms, you want to talk about a freak show like either of us would ever go down to see something like that. If white boy Malcolm X is heading to Foxborough, especially to see a ginger, folks, it's not to see Ed Sheeran. It's only to see Mac Jones and his little tween boy baby face. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And our first story is from the New York Post. Harry Styles, Harry Peekaboo Styles, Peekaboo, Peekaboo, endorses Beta O'Rourke, Beta O'Rourke, for Texas governor. Jesus Christmas. So a closet case queen has endorsed a spoiled cat boy The Tom Daly of politics, this spoiled cat soy boy, Beta O'Rourke, Beta O'Rourke, for governor. I mean, who are Harry Styles' fans? Basically, you got tween girls, queens, and suburban women. The first group can't even vote. And the latter two only like him because they dreamily fantasize about getting banged by anyone other than the loser who currently gives it to him, even if it's this overly quaffed pretty pajama boy. 
either him or Beta giving it to him. And as big a queen as I am, and folks, I am a big old queen, I think I'd rather have sex with a woman than some pajama soy boy like Harry Peekaboo Styles, Peekaboo, Peekaboo, or Beta O'Rourke. Probably just lay there in bed anyway. Like, like some helpless baby, which is what they basically are anyway. So with this stupid endorsement, now I suspect that the overlap between Harry Styles fans and Beta O'Rourke groupies, that's got to be pretty significant. If you like one, chances are pretty good you like the other. So in other words, that'll move the needle none. Although, I guess it's probably a hair better. An endorsement by Harry Peekaboo Styles than say, David Hogg. Not that that little, what have I been calling him? That little chinless twink. Not that I see him handing out endorsements. He may have already done it, but he just comes off to me like it's all about him. Typical millennial Gen Z kid. Like he's going to care about anyone else. It's all about him. I'm David Hogg. Look at me. Look at me. I'm up here on my cross. I survived a school shooting. I went to Harvard. And now I have myself my very own nonprofit. So I'm going to make me a lot of Benjamins. See, folks, it's all about him. If, though, if he ever did endorse anyone, he wouldn't back some loser like Beta. He'd back some like a sure thing, like Nancy Pelosi in San Francisco. That's a sure thing. In fact, Nancy could pass away hopefully of natural causes, and she'd still get elected in San Francisco. The corpse of Nancy Pelosi, the rotting, fetid corpse of Nancy Pelosi, that would still beat any Republican in San Francisco. And David be like, I'm David Hogg. Look at me up on my cross. I endorse the rotted, fetid corpse of Nancy Pelosi. And when Nancy's corpse gets reelected, look at me, look at me, up here on my cross. I got Nancy Pelosi reelected. I got her corpse reelected. Donate to my nonprofit. I like them Benjamins. But anyway, Beta, bless your heart. Harry Styles, Harry Peekaboo Styles, Peekaboo, Peekaboo. His endorsement or not, enjoy your ass whooping in Texas. From Boston.com, upcoming tax credits will disproportionately benefit high-income residents, experts say. High-income taxpayers could receive credits of more than $20,000, while a new estimate suggests low-income residents could see credits of just $9.
Poor princesses. They just can't help themselves up here. Crying and complaining about something like this. Well, at least they're consistent. And I suspect, White Boy Malcolm X, with your ex-trust fund, you rolling in the Benjamins over there, I guess you're one of the 20,000 people triggering all these good leftists up here. Maybe. You're so modest, princess. And what this is about, there's a law here in Massachusetts. It's a tax cap law from way back in the 80s. No idea how that ever got passed. But it's where if the state has too many Benjamins around, collects too much tax revenue, they're required, and they get butthurt about it, but they have to give some of it back. And so, based on an almost $5 billion surplus, the state has to return $2.9 billion to taxpayers, those of us that still pay taxes. And there's a formula for that, basically, that what you get back is in proportion to what you put in. So everyone who paid income tax in 2021, they're getting back 13% of that next month. And I guess I got to spend mine on Italian beer. Peroni in a bottle. Oh, the shame. So, and using real math, not woke math, if you put in $100,000, you get back $13,000. If you put in $10,000, you get $1,300. And if you put in $100, If the only income tax you paid last year was $100, you get 13 of that back. And this being Massachusetts, why I still live here, I'll never know. People are already crying and complaining. Well, that's not fair. This tax rebate is disproportionately benefiting the rich. Who pays most of the income taxes? The rich. You make more, you pay more. But I guess we should be handing out income tax rebates to people who don't pay or barely pay income taxes. Oh, you only paid $100 in income taxes last year? You poor thing. Here's a $5,000 rebate for you. Go buy yourself some lottery tickets. And don't give me this, well, they pay other taxes. They pay sales taxes, and that's a regressive tax. So the poor pay disproportionately more. Well, if that's the case, if that's so horrible, let's have a sales tax rebate. Or, why don't you reduce the sales tax? All these supposedly regressive taxes, if they're so overburdening the poor. Like they're ever going to do that. No. Those greedy idiots in Boston, they're not giving up those Benjamins. That yearly sales tax holiday, that's painful enough for them. And they want to put in a millionaire's tax here. Right now, I think the tax rate is, what, 5-ish percent? It's around 5%. But if this ballot initiative 
passes next month, any income over $1 million, that'll get hit at 9%. Like Florida isn't already crowded enough with people from New York or California, people from other parts of the country fleeing a high-tax state. Those poor people in Florida, those poor people in Florida, Now, I do give them a lot of grief. Most of it, let's be honest here, most of it is well-deserved. But they're a lovable bunch down there. We do love Floridians here on the Miller Frost Podcast. And they're going to be like, oh, Jesus Christmas. As if those douchebags from New York, those pretentious clowns from California, they aren't bad enough. Now we have to deal with all these mass holes. What have we ever done to deserve this? And you Floridians, you know the answer to that. And for our last story, folks, it's from Breitbart. Scooby-Doo's Velma officially gay as she swoons for female character. So Velma is officially gay. Welcome to the tribe, Velma, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. And if you're interested in seeing Velma as a lesbian, you can do that in Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo, which is a new Halloween special. No idea when and where it's being shown. I don't really care. And Velma here, she goes gay for Coco Diablo, who's a fashion designer that joins the mystery crew to solve their latest mystery. A lesbian fashion designer. Really? Am I the only queen out there who finds that a bit offensive? Lesbian fashion designer is an oxymoron. And this Lesbian fashion designer, Coco Diablo. She's portrayed as a, get this, a hip black woman with long white hair. A black lesbian named Coco Diablo calling her hip and giving her long white hair. I don't even know where to start on how that offends my woke sensibilities. And I am the most woke person that I know. You know what? Poor lesbians. Yes, white boy Malcolm X. Poor lesbians. I feel bad for the lesbians. First off, they, more than any of the rest of us, have to deal with the transgenders. And I'm not talking about the, what I call the Caitlyn Jenner transgenders, the ones who got all their hardware upgraded when they transitioned. You get your man meat cut off, get your Johnson cut off, get yourself a hoo-hoo installed. You go through all of that. To me, you're a woman. That's commitment. No, I'm talking about 
like that swimmer chick. The ones who grow out their hair, throw on a dress, and just declare themselves a woman. Look at me, look at me. I'm now a woman. Yeah, but you still have your penis. Oh, you're transphobic. How dare you question my gender identity? And they want to invade women's spaces just because they feel like a woman. No, you're just a a man in a dress with mental health issues. And until you get all your hardware upgraded, that's all you are. Second, these poor lesbians, they have to bear the responsibility of being the adults in the tribe. Our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. Because someone has to be. It's not the silly queens like White Boy Malcolm X. All they care about are circuit parties, hooking up on Grinder, getting banged by half the guys in LA. It can't be the bisexuals. They're only in the tribe part-time. And only when it suits them. Transgenders, they're too focused on playing victim and being vindictive when they don't get their way. And the rest of the mangled alphabet, they're just a bunch of heterosexuals with personality disorders who want to seem edgy and cool, so they call themselves queer. So, it has to be the lesbians bearing all that responsibility. And third, this. Velma the lesbian. How insulting can you get than to have two women in the Scooby-Doo gang, one tall, thin and attractive, the other, well, I'll just say, not so attractive, short, chubby, half-blind, with Coke bottle glasses, and with a crappy bowl cut, like that Twinkie FQA, Noah What's-His-Name from Stranger Things, and they make the ugly one, the walking cliché, the lesbian. Why can't the pretty one be the lesbian? What's wrong with making Daphne a lipstick lesbian? Nothing. Not a damn thing. But the lesbians, those poor beleaguered lesbians, they finally get lesbian representation. But the best those clowns at Scooby-Doo can do is give them the ugly dumpy chick. And I bet, to add insult to injury, in the next Scooby-Doo movie, they'll have Daphne come out as transgender. So on that note, since I cannot top this silly Scooby-Doo virtue signaling with lesbian Velma, even if Velma is the ugly duckling of the group, disrespecting those poor lesbians once again, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug-pull this podcast. 
Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this midweek edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. And I forgot to mention this at the top of the podcast, but I think we're going to punt our 150th podcast to this weekend, give us a little more time to put something together. So have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we'll see you back here for our 150th podcast in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.